Hey Greg, what? <laughs> you ever <laughs> You ever get to a point when you record that you just have no desire to sit down and do anything? <laughs> oh, it sounds really familiar. It Does sounds it? like <laughs> sounds like this evening to me. <clears throat> how often do we how often do we feel like that? <laughs> Not that often. Not that often. Not that often. I think I can think of at least one other instance and it was a really long time ago. So, are you saying that you have no interest in doing this show tonight? Well, I think, first of all, let's just preface this by saying welcome to the show. Mm-hmm. Champa and Klein, blow your mind. Episode 23. Mm. Great episode. <clears throat> Maybe. I don't know. This isn't, this, this isn't, let's just say this is an episode... <laughs> I nearly spit that this is everywhere. Episode twenty three. I am your host, Dave Champa. I'm the other host, Greg Klein. Welcome. Thank you guys for tuning in. Nate, I uh, hope you're really enjoying what you're hearing because I still think you're our only listener. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I really hope you stick with us for this episode because Greg and I were chatting today and we have pushed this topic for this episode out. Oh my gosh, what are we, September now? Yeah. We have pushed this episode topic, what, since March we thought about this, our first recording? Seven seven months? No. So was it March to six months, about six months, six, six and a months. half months. We came up with this idea back in March and we recorded something back in March, but have literally pushed it off every episode <laughs> since we started recording because we've just had no desire to do it. Because, simply <clears throat> because of the results. Yes. Of our original recording. Yes, pretty much. And I think what really ended up happening was we pushed it off and pushed it off and pushed it off because we kept coming up with better ideas for episodes. You know, last week we had my my daughter Eva was on. She did the Princess Poop episode. The week before was the freshman episode for the incoming college freshman. But we just kept pushing it off because we just kept coming up with better ideas. And so we finally got to this point where, you know, we're two weeks into classes. Greg and I are each taking two courses in school. We're kind of getting our schedules figured out. We just kind of got to a burnout point. <laughs> hey, and we're just like, I think it's finally time that we just pull this one out and just, just get do it, it and just get it let's done. Let's just do it. Because I don't want to consider this a throwaway episode, but we didn't have to put a whole heck of a lot of thought into what we're about to do. No. Um... Uh, this week but before we get there yeah greg what um we haven't done this in a while we haven't done the what did you do this week segment what did you do this Uh, week i had a very eventful week um starting with this past friday we uh my wife and kids and i we go to acadia every year and this would have been our third year going i had ended up calling out sick from work uh, that Friday because I was just feeling crummy. My sinuses were acting up and I just felt awful and I couldn't, I didn't feel like going. So I called out. About 11.30, I started to feel a little bit better. So I figured I might as well start packing the car yeah. for us to get going. So I got the trunk open. I started doing my stuff. I got the car about three quarters of the way packed. I picked something up. I turned the corner and misjudged the height of the trunk and I gashed the top of my head 
on the corner of the trunk of our minivan. Sat down because I immediately started sweating. I put my hands on my head and was just rocking back and forth. I swore up and down (laughs) in the driveway. It was terrible. When I pulled my hands away from my head, my arms, my hands, and my face were completely covered in blood. Yikes. Nothing but just blood just drenched all over my face. Strangely enough, I got nothing on my clothes. So I ran upstairs blood trailing all the way up the stairs, ran into the house, and Eva was the first one to see me. She burst into tears in the middle of the family room. Kristen and Lucy were down in the hall, and mm-hmm. so I'm standing there covered in blood, screaming, Kristen, Kristen, I need you to come down here. I don't know what to do. I don't know what's going on. Clearly, I don't handle stressful situations well. Yeah. So she put me under the sink, wet my hair, we cleaned myself off. Our, doc- our, our doctor friend basically said he needs to go to the hospital. So you called him? We texted him a picture of the scar. Yeah. He's like, no, he needs to go to the hospital. We yeah. need, you need to get him looked at. That's like Stitch's territory. <laughs> so I got in there. I didn't wait very long for a Friday afternoon. They pulled me in, and the doctor looked and said, yeah, that's a pretty size. It was about five and a half, six-inch scar across the top of my head. Wow. Um, so the doctor said, you know, I don't feel comfortable gluing it because mm-hmm. it's just too far apart. The, the, the laceration is just yeah. a little too far apart for my comfort. So we're going to have to staple it. You staple your head. So I've never had my, any experience. I said to Kristen, I said, in 34 years, I've had one instance where I needed stitches, mm-hmm. but it was medically necessary. I had a surgery that required stitches. This is the first time that an accident has required me to get stitches in 34 years. Wow. So I thought it was a pretty good track record. Yeah. So, of course, I text you. Of course, yeah. <laughs> and told yeah. you what happened. So <laughs> in between your obvious concerns, for your, your emails were very very kind you were obviously making sure i was okay but one of the things you texted me was i know i shouldn't be bringing this up this is what you said you said i know i shouldn't be bringing this up but are you recording this (laughs) and i i actually was livid that i didn't think to record any of it so i recorded none of the scrapes none of the scratches none of the bumps i didn't i didn't do it and so i i promised myself that when i went to have them taken out uh-huh. I would at least record my driving up to the doctors plus the removal. I see. That leads us to actually this morning, which is now Wednesday. It's Wednesday evening. I went earlier this morning to have the staples removed. Um, and I figure we'll just play We'll play the end of it. Um, we'll, play, okay. we'll play today and we'll see how it goes. And then uh, we'll, we'll come back in. All right. It is 7.50 in the morning. I am <clears throat> on my way to the quick care to the doctor who put these staples in my head. I am going there now to currently have them removed. Uh, hopefully the doctor will let me record the, uh, the removal. Uh, I'm not giving away the names or anything like that, so it shouldn't be too big of a deal. But uh, it's been since Friday morning I had these in, so today is Wednesday. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So it's been almost six days since I've had these in. I haven't washed my hair since Friday morning, right before I had the injury. Uh, The doctor said not to get the staples or the scar wet so that it could heal fully. So um, needless to say, my scalp is rather itchy. It doesn't feel very good, so we got that to contend with, but uh, I'm on my way now. Um, I just realized I didn't check to see what time the urgent care opened, so I'm really hoping that they open at 8, because I told my supervisor that I would be there at the latest 9 or 9.30, so hopefully they can get me in quickly. So, the next time you hear me, I will be in the waiting room at the doctor's office, waiting to have my staples removed. 
waiting in the doctor's waiting room. Just got all my vitals taken. Uh, it's about, let me check the time here, about 8.20 in the morning. Um, hit a little bit of traffic coming in, but got right into the doctor. They were not busy. Uh, according to the doctor, they usually get busy right around open, so I got lucky. So we'll see what happens. Uh, currently waiting on the doctor to come in and extract the seven staples from my head. So hopefully uh, hopefully we'll get some good audio, get some good sounds. We'll, uh, we'll check back as soon as, the, as soon as the doc comes in. Trunk of my car. Oh, I misjudged yeah. the height of the trunk, yeah. and when I came around the corner, I I had gashed. Uh, oh. Took an, taking a nice. I can see. Sizable yeah. gash out of the top of my head. All right, well, let's take a gander. Seven staples later. Yeah, come on up. Sure. Typically, I'm gonna take a close look. Typically, you could get away with five days. Typically, around seven to ten. Okay. Is when you get them out, let me see how they look. When you uh, when it's a true facial laceration, the time period is between five to seven. Um, I don't know if you maybe accidentally just misprinted, but when you use mm -hmm. staples, you need a little bit more time. Okay. What a soupy day. Oh. Yeah. How's it feel? Fine. No pain. So there's still a little bit of a give. And you still keeping some ointment on there, do I see? Yep. Good. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'll keep it definitely soft. Yeah. There's just there's a hint of a give in the middle. So let's keep them in. So today was day five. Okay. So let's basically shoot for the 10-day mark, which will put you to the 12th. So five days from now. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Come first thing again. Sure. Yeah, well, it's pretty quick to remove them. It's it sometimes going to be a little twingy when you get them out. Yeah. Little, little sharp feeling, but good. I'm gonna go write this up for you just to remind you. Alright. Can't believe summer's over. I know, right? Jeez. Alright, so that's basically it. So the staples didn't come out. You and I was devastated when it when he told me that. I was expecting to have some great audio of like the snipping of the staples <laughs> being pulled out of my head. God. You know, seven like big getting pulled out but he didn't like the way it looked he said that the the right before that i think he was talking a little bit too it's there's still there's still a little bit of separation you're saying a little bit of give a little bit of give is what he kept saying yeah um which basically this it's not quite it hasn't quite fused back together yeah basically. sure it hasn't healed fully yeah so he basically said he needs to give it at least a full 10 days so i yeah. have to go back monday in, a, in a five more days to get it done my kids are not going to be happy because they were already displeased with the fact that i have seven staples in the top of my head <laughs> um <laughs> stainless steel mind you that's okay um, but the kicker is is that like i said in the recording i I can't get my head wet. Like they don't want me getting yeah. the scar wet, so I had to wear a shower cap when I shower now. Like I can wash my my body, yeah. but I can't get my head wet. So I haven't washed my hair since Friday morning. So five days. So it's been five days. I haven't washed my and hair. And I was gonna say it's a good thing your hair is really short. exactly like, exactly quarter inch short. And like buzz. a week before this, we had Kristen had just shaved my head, so she had yeah. just given me a haircut. But Perfect. that I was thinking, I'm like, how am I gonna do this? Because I can't go five more days without washing my hair. So like, am I gonna have to like wrap the front of my head in cellophane <laughs> to get that clean. Yeah, make sure you get it down over your nose and mouth. Exactly. So I got to figure out what to do because I can't go five more days without washing my hair. I mean, college, 
that was one thing. Yeah. You know, I could go weeks without even bathing. Well, maybe you could no. just like put like daub Vaseline all over the scar yeah. so that it can't get wet. That's just, what I might have to do. I have a huge tube of uh, of like the antibiotic treatment. Uh, and then you'll ointment. show up to work the next day and just have this big greasy <laughs> my, spot in the my top of your head. shining. I'm like, what is wrong um, with him? So it wasn't, you know, it was it was a bit of a letdown today, but... I'm really looking forward to next I'm week. I'm really hoping that I can. they actually take them out. If I get back there after 10 days and they're like, well, it still doesn't look right, I'm going to just, I'm going to throw all You're going to pull them out with a ballpoint I'm pen, just, just yes. stuff it in the end, I'm just, just pop just them out. start popping pop, them pop, pop, pop. So, so that was my, that was Mr. my, Champa, please stop. But we did end up going to Acadia. So we did get to go. Yeah. Did go so camping. that's not bad. So we got, I mean, it was a beautiful weekend for camping. We had a blast. So what'd you leave a couple hours later? Than um, you, you know, we, we ended up getting out of the hospital about one o'clock that afternoon, hit the All road right. at one thirty. We were, we were in Acadia by five. So not, not really a lost day. No, no, not at all. <laughs> and it good. was at least fun. So, so yeah. that's, that's my big doings for the week, Gregory. Yay, urgent care. So, so that's that. Thank you for urgent care. Thank you for the doctor. I'm for glad your dome's using okay. the industrial sized staple gun to clip. Yeah, my... no joke. They they're really just stainless steel medical grade yeah, staple that's guns. It. That's it. That's it. Absolutely. So so that's my fun for the week. So Greg, do we want to get into our? Uh, we have to our non commitment. We have to, to this for our <laughs> for all for our fan. We have to. All right, for Nate. This is for Nate. This is for Nate. Nate, we want you to appreciate everything we do because we really just strive for your for your approval. <laughs> In everything that you, we you, do. you think right now that Dave's laughing, he's in fact sobbing. <laughs> I'm so sad about having to do this. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so here we go. What's so Greg and I felt back in March, we went grab bagging, basically. And it's not what you think. Grab bagging is a term for going to the store and getting a grab bag of random DVDs. Indeed. For us to watch. Now, my question is. This recording that we took back in March, I haven't heard it since March. No. Is it worth playing? You know what? Let's start playing it. And, and if, we'll we, get, if we get tired out, we'll just let it go. All yeah. right. Here we go. This is our playing from six months ago. God. I would like you to notice, compared to now, this is Greg, Greg and I are like giggling and being weird right now, but it's just because we have no desire to do this and we're just over it. The recording I'm about to play, there's genuine excitement. Oh, sure. Definitely. Boys, this is a really was, good idea at the time. It's a really great idea. Let's go grab bagging. Here we go. Well, play it already. It's playing. Oh, I have the volume down. Start it again. Gregory. Start it again. All right. Should we just cut this? No. All right. Start it again. Okay. Uh, well. <clears throat> Sorry about all the crap in my truck. Clean your damn car. Dude. All right. So, uh, okay. all right, guys. Here we are. Uh, it's a beautiful evening. Greg and I are currently sitting in the front of his truck. Um, what we're doing today is we have sort of challenged each other. All right. Um, we've given each other a $5 budget. We're sitting, we're, we're on our way to Bull Moose. Um, for those of you who don't know, Bull Moose is, is sort of a, a local, um, I don't know if you want to call it a franchise. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, a, it's like a CD, DVD, board game, you know, books. It's kind of like a warehouse, you yeah. know, really cheap prices, you know, used DVDs. So Greg and I kind of came to this decision. I think <laughs> we're going we're gonna to task each other. For $5 or less, mm-hmm. we are going to attempt to find the worst movie that we can find from their bins. Yeah. Either by their grab bags. Um, Greg, do you want to explain what a grab bag well, is? Well, grab bag, basically. 
basically they, they take in used stuff. People can sell back things, and you get no money for it. But sometimes they'll take this stuff or, or damaged cases or whatever and take the contents of DVD, a CD, and put it in these grab bags. So for 99 cents, you might get five CDs or DVDs, but you have absolutely no idea what's in the grab bag. So you might we might find something good in that realm, but I, 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 I don't know. That's, yeah. that's completely by chance. Yeah, exactly. And so we won't know until we get back what so movies we have. Maybe we can spend $5 on grab bag and dig through that. And so what would that be, movies. 25 movies? Oh, it would be terrible. I'm sure it'd is be it would be Can stuff. you get, is it a DVD, CD grab bag, or can you get a DVD grab bag? I think bag? it depends on what they So, so potentially, if we were to buy five grab bags, we could be walking out with 25 movies and then choose from that. <laughs> I, I think that would so. be interesting. Or if we find one, you know, for $5 or less that just looks really, really bad, mm-hmm. we'll go with that one and, uh, you know, we'll review it. But you know we're we're almost there, so we're probably yeah. going to head in in a few minutes. Okay, but, so five dollars uh, each. Yep. Find at least one DVD each, and yep. then we'll decide which is the worst, and we'll do that. Exactly. Okay. All right. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna we're gonna sign off here for a minute. The next time you hear us, we're gonna be in the store looking through DVDs. So uh, we'll be back at you soon. Sounds great. All right, <laughs> we're back. We spent a solid. Jeez, uh, what do you think? I don't know. Seven oh five. Half an hour? Really? Half hour, 25 minutes, half an hour. Yeah. Um, Greg, why don't you you start? Well, what'd you end up with? It, it's kind of tricky. You're just looking around for movies. I, I found the $2 bin, and everything in there was under $2. So for $1 even, they had it priced at $0.95, cents, so including tax, $1 even, I got Beyond Justice with Rutger Hauer and... Uh, Carol Alt and Omar Sharif. Omar Sharif. Omar Sharif. <laughs> and part of me, part of me bought this because <laughs> the case looks like it was printed on someone's like uh, inkjet printer at home. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah, man. So we're gonna watch that. Dave, what did? Okay, what so did you get? I, I had in my hand for for quite a while. Greg had found it, and I thought it was a really good choice. It was another dollar bin. Uh, it was a movie called Python <laughs> with with Robert England and Mr. Freddy Krueger himself, but. I decided I like the element of surprise, and I opted for the $5 grab bag. Um, I have no idea what's in this bag. Uh, we're all together, yeah. so I guess we'll just dip into it. I don't know actually how many are in here. Four or five? Four or five. I don't I know. It's pretty, I think it's five. A fair amount. So we're going to rip into the bag. Cost me five bucks. Probably going to be a waste of five dollars, but... All right, and they're all singles. <laughs> so let's count first. One, two, three... Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten movies. Ten movies for five. Ten movies for five. So, okay. all right, let's take a look. Let's see. All right, so I got. Oh, okay. So I got Futurama, The Beast with a Billion Backs. Yeah, I got one of the TV movies. Yeah, so got that one. Okay. Um, oh, it's a TV show, Mr. and Mrs. North. Oh, three episodes. Definitely looks like this was printed on somebody's like digital uh, CD printer. Um, all right, the blue collar comedy tour, the movie. Oh. Oh, oh, oh man, oh. okay. Oh. Uh, Van Helsing, The London Assignment. Interesting. So I don't actually know if this is the Hugh Jackman movie. I don't uh, I don't think it is because <laughs> it's unrated and it looks like about the same year, but Van Helsing. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay, so we actually, not only do we get a 10, 10 DVDs, but we got a disc with one, two, three, four different movies. Um, <laughs> wow. One of them is called Attica. Ooh. Go Tell It on the Mountain, Taking Back Our Town, and Ripple Effect. This they, was, I'm uh, sure they have a lot in common with each this other. This was released, uh, copyright DVD 2014, so it's actually fairly recent, so I have no idea what any of those movies are. Uh, I'll have to go through that. Um, 
Looks like uh, Assassin's Creed Lineage uh, DVD. How's that? Okay. It's a movie. Um, Interesting. Two hours and 24 minutes, oh. including all the extras. So, oh. um, good oh. gravy. Wait, including the oh, extras? Oh, including the extras. So, it's so probably it's... you're probably looking at 90 minutes plus the extras. So, yeah. another hour of extras. Um, oh, what a great movie. You got Beer Fest unrated. Beer Fest, Broken Lizard Beer Fest. It's one of my favorite movies from Broken Lizard. Wow. So, um, that actually might be in the running. We may have to do a Broken Lizard episode. So I actually am pretty psyched about that. That's, That's almost great. worth the five bucks. Yeah. Um, looks like a horror movie from 2010 called Mask Maker. Oh, that um, sounds creepy. Looks like a good one. It's a, on the DVD. is a picture of a guy with his back to the uh, to the DVD, and he's holding an axe behind his back. Of course. So, why not? Uh, rated R, of course. But yeah. uh, that one looks pretty good. Uh, oh, oh dear. What's this? A disaster movie. Oh, uh, okay. It's, the, it's the spoof, okay. Uh, it's, the spoof movie. It's cheesy. It's all right. So that's not a bad one. And last but not least, we've got Murder 101. Ooh. Um, put out by NBC Universal, so I'm guessing it's a TV movie. Um, mm, that could be... Could eh. be pretty bad. I don't recognize any of the faces on the disc. But, um, so yeah, I've... Uh, I've got some decisions to make about <laughs> yeah. what we're gonna watch. Yeah, that's um, we've got a lot of some good ones, here. some really bad ones. Uh, Beer Fest honestly made it worth it because that's a fantastic movie. Yeah, all um, of look like they're in great shape. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty psyched about it. So we'll have to make a final decision. Um, I think we may end up making this into an episode or two because Beyond yeah. Beyond Justice yeah. feels like one that has to be has to be viewed, but. Uh, Definitely won't be picking um, from these. We won't be watching all ten of these movies, but we will decide on one. So, so um, I think it was pretty good. It's going to be interesting to see what where this takes us. Yeah, and, uh, absolutely. What the next step is. I'm pretty excited about it. So, um, hopefully, you guys enjoy the rest of the episode. Uh, whatever we decide on, you guys will hopefully enjoy, and uh, we'll see you soon. <laughs> Notice how I said near the end of that recording, maybe we'll make an episode or two. <laughs> But it was about like the single films. Yes, that I, I totally forgot that I bought that Beyond Justice, Beyond Justice, and Python. Ha- okay, and and it's been six, six months. About six months. I yeah. haven't watched it. Nope. Nope. <laughs> these ten DVDs are still. Actually, I think I gave you two. Yeah, but these 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 other ones are just sitting. in You my did well. Box. You gave we okay. So the idea was we were each gonna po- select a couple. Yep. and we were going to watch them out of this out of this grab bag of films. We were going to watch and review them each. Like you were going to have two, I was going to have two. Right, and the two I was going to watch was Attica, and what was the other one? Um, murder, murder, one. <laughs> murder, one hundred and one. <laughs> and my two choices were Mask Maker and the Blue Collar Comedy Tour. Dave, I have to ask: Have you watched these so that we can review them tonight? No. No, I haven't even looked at them since the day I chose these movies for us to watch, and I dropped them off on your desk. <laughs> All we've done is complain about having to watch them. So so we're going to go down the list of each of these movies and explain why we didn't have the, 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 power, the willpower to watch them. Pretty much. And when we get to the ones that we were actually going to watch for the episode, we'll give you a quick synopsis of each of the plots and then describe why we had no desire to watch them again okay so that sounds good while greg's cat is that who's that sagan this is sagan while sagan, sagan scratches the microphone pole hi sagan sagan okay fine uh, he doesn't care whatever all right so first movie up one you've seen but i've never seen before yeah. disaster movie disaster movie it's actually pretty good so it's a it's a riff on all of those like 
Scream. Ow, Kitty just ripped me apart. <laughs> Scream movies or the, um, you know, like the I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yep. Those, those horror movies. Only it's all about disaster films. It's that classic stupid. It's 2008, I think it came yep. out. It's dumb, but it's funny. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's worth a watch. Yeah. See, I, I stopped watching the spoof movies after Scary Movie Two. Yeah. Which to me is the like the height and also the steady decline of where spoof movies eventually ended up. They're a disaster movie. My favorite scene in Scary Movie Two was with uh, Chris Elliott's character with the oh, right. take my take my hand take my strong hand no that's my that's my bad hand take my strong hand that's my favorite <laughs> so scene bad. in the whole movie yeah. but yeah after that I sort of just stopped watching spoofs because then I think shortly after that Leslie Nielsen passed away um, I think he passed away after Scary Movie oh, 3 that's right and just the the world of spoofs were never the same okay, after I, he died. IMDb says this storyline: Will, Lisa, and two of their friends attempt to flee man-made and natural disasters and encounter Batman, Hancock, the Hulk, Indiana Jones, Hannah Montana, Michael Jackson, Beowulf, the Love Guru, Iron Man, rabid chipmunks, among others, and their seemingly vain efforts to, to seek help and shelter from unknown threats. Oh, it sounds awful. It's pretty awesome. That's, and and to throw, to throw a Wes a line here, uh, the plot keywords are disaster, natural disaster, glass, mousetrap, <laughs> and scatological humor. Oh, glass? <laughs> yeah. What? I don't You've know. seen it? What is there? Is there a scene where somebody gets thrown through a glass window or I something? For, I forget. I haven't seen it oh, probably for, for years. That's terrible. So, yeah. So, needless to say, I haven't watched that one again. All right. So the next one I got on the list was actually a choice that I had made for me to watch was uh, Mask Maker, which in this in this uh, list of DVDs that we got is the most recent. This was 2011. Yeah, that's what I see. Um, it's a horror movie. And again, oh. I'm a big fan of horror movies. I really am. But I have to be in the right mood to watch it. I literally haven't been in the right mood for six months to watch this movie. Yeah. The, the brief synopsis. When a young, deformed boy witnesses his mother's death, he comes back to take revenge on anyone who dares enter his property. That's plot keywords. Death animate object door <laughs> okay door <laughs> gore okay. back from the dead yeah that's the that's an- all right i mean i guess it makes sense i've never seen the movie i just had no desire to watch it i just was <laughs> i literally for six months haven't been in the mood for a good horror movie yeah or a terrible horror movie as this so you really have to be in the mood for that i didn't watch it didn't have any desire to watch it <laughs> didn't really want to do it I oh just, well nope didn't nope okay nope Greg, what's next? <laughs> Going this fast, huh? <laughs> the next one is, is our beloved Beer Fest. I think we're going to have more to talk about with certain movies than others. Unrated, but... unrated version of Beer Fest. I mean, Beer Fest goes without saying. I would think it's the best Broken Lizard movie. Yeah. Of the, I think they've made six now. Sure. Easily the best, best of the best of the best of the bunch. I really love Slam and Salmon. Uh, Slam and Salmon though is a close second for me. Okay. Beer fest. Let's see. What do we got? We got. What do they say? Bahir. 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 Oh come on. Oh man. Is your? Yeah, my computer's is dying. Your, is here. your net slowing? Ah, oh, not responding. You suck. Oh no. You suck one hundred percent. Oh dear. Uh oh. All right. Do you want to move on to the next one? And when you pull it up, we can. I okay. Or do you want to keep talking about beer fest? Um, we could. I okay. What's next? All right. Next is I don't even care. Um, Assassin's Creed Lineage. 
That's literally all I can tell oh you about Oh, my God. It. Really? I, I know nothing about it. I know nothing about the games. Um, as a gamer myself, I've never played the Assassin's Creed games for more than an hour or two. Um, so I don't know where it takes place in the context of the of the series. But um, are you still trying to look up it's, the... It's back. You got it back? Yeah. I was going to pull it up on my phone. Beer Fest. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so back to Beer Fest. Oh, God, storyline. It's huge. After the death of their grandfather, Johann von Wolfhaus, the brothers Jan and Todd Wolfhaus traveled to Munich to fulfill a family tradition, spreading the ashes of Johann during the Oktoberfest. Their contact brings them to... Everybody knows this movie. Anyway. Yeah. Plot keywords. Beer. You're sure. Competitions. Okay. Oktoberfest. Yep. Germany. Still makes sense. And prostitute. Okay. There are 150 keywords in this mo- for this movie. <laughs> we won't get into all of them, but yeah, I think those are pretty much sum up the movie pretty well. Yeah. Beer, competition, bad. Oktoberfest, Germany, and prostitute. Um, so sorry about that jump around there. So Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed lineage. I Again, I've never played the Assassin's Creed games. I think I played the first one for maybe two hours, but I just never really... I've never played them too, but there's actually the Assassin's Creed movie coming out. With, uh, with my buddy Fa- Fassbender. Oh, love that man. I love Michael Fassbender. Just a Fassbender. If there's anyone who could bring Creed, lend credence to yeah. a video game film, he's going to be the one to do it. He's, he's, been an, he's an actor I've recently, in the past couple of years, really started to like. He's been around for quite a while. But yeah? Yeah. I, he could... He could have his way with me. For, <laughs> the first movie I ever saw him in was um, Prometheus, where he played the. Um, God, what am I trying to say here? He played. Um, he played David. He played. He David, played the right. android. Uh, he, that's uh, when I became aware of him. That's I'd heard his name before. Yeah, but I was just like, that's right. the first performance. I'd and but seen I had him seen in. him many times in other movies and never realized who it was. Yep. Um, yeah, and then I really liked him in Macbeth, of course. Uh, I love that movie. I like the I like yeah. Macbeth as it is in, yeah. in general as a play, but mm-hmm. I enjoyed I enjoyed his performance in that. You find Assassin's Creed on on the web? I couldn't. I did. The keywords were literally what you would expect. Yeah. Assassin. Conspiracy. Okay. 15th century. God. Renaissance. Yeah. And Italy. Now, the conspiracy piece... No, not the, the 15th century piece lends to... It's it's sort of a... It's a parallel timeline where you have a, gen, a guy in the present who can jump into the mind of his ancestors okay. in the past. And I think... I think the movie takes the the new movie. I think it sort of follows the plot very loosely, but you know Michael Fassbender mm-hmm. is is you know living in the present, but has the opportunity to jump into the mind of one of his ancestors and live his life in the past. Okay, as the assassin. Um, that's really all I kind of know about it. But I I don't know enough about the game or the movie to to say anything else. But yeah. I didn't feel like watching it. I have yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> like we're so awful. They're just. Uh... Total apathy to yep. getting any of this done. What What's next? Uh, the Futurama film, Beast with a Billion Backs. Yep. Now, I have seen this, but I saw it. Ugh, I don't know. I don't, I don't remember it. And I'm on IMDb right now. I can't find it. I found Futurama, The Lost Adventure from 2008. But uh, nothing else comes up under Futurama. Ooh, I got it. You got it? I How found you, it. Futurama, The Beast with a Billion Backs. Yeah. 
this was around the time that they brought Futurama back after cancellation. Okay. Back in 08, um, they ran. They had four TV movies, and then after that, I think they resurrected it on Comedy Central for like four more years. Interesting. So they ran the show for quite some time. Um, it says, The Planet Express crew must work to fix rips between their universe and another inhabited by a planet-sized tentacle alien which soon <laughs> takes over the Earth and uses its ability to control Fry to command an entire religion which takes over and convinces the inhabitants of Earth, the Earth to live in a pseudo-heaven, leaving the rob- robots of the world to inherit the planet. Okay. I've never seen it. Um, I actually would have interest in seeing it, but again, I have to have be in the right mindset. So the keywords... Of the 83 are tentacle. Oh, it sounds... Mm, okay. Alien. Robot. Robot suicide. And are you ready for this one? Yes. End of the world sex. Is that where the <laughs> tentacle comes in? I don't know. I have no idea. But again, I, I have. I would have interest in watching this at some point, but I just okay. didn't want to watch it. For yeah, I, I haven't seen it in so long. I don't, I don't... I just have... Yeah. Here's the next one. Was one that I picked for you. Oh, did you? It was Murder 101. Oh, <laughs> from 1991. I, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I looked it up. I, I want to watch it, but I have so many better things to do. Exactly. I have, exactly. Have, have absolutely no interest in watching this yep. film. Yeah. It's a TV movie from 1991. Did you find it there? It, I, I typed in the wrong movie. It aired on NBC, starred Pierce Brosnan. Oh, 1991. So what are we talking? 20, 25 years ago. Yeah. Uh, so the pro- plot synopsis I, was I 10. have: Charles Lattimore, an author of a book about a famous murder trial, is due to give a series of lectures on how to write a successful novel. One of his students asks to meet him later that night to discuss the course, and the student is later found murdered. With no alibi, Lattimore begins to suspect that the subject of his book has arranged the killing to get back at him for the evidence Lattimore used during the trial. Ah, okay. So, basically, he needs to prove his innocence. Was it based off a book? I have no idea. I'm trying to find it here, but I can't. Maybe this is really good, you know? Here it is. Murder 101, 1991 TV movie with uh, Mr. Pierce Brosnan. And no one else I recognize. Um, <laughs> Bill Condon directed it. He ended up... I think he's an Academy Award winning director, if I recall. He directed uh, Dream Girls. Oh, a fantastic film. It is. He directed Kinsey with Liam Neeson. Okay. Uh, he directed Gods and Monsters with Ian McKellen. So the dude's got a pretty reputable yeah. resume, even for those last three movies. Yeah. Um, so let's see if I can pull up some uh, some keywords here. Um, the list of movies underneath have are listing two two films that I've never seen with Pierce Brosnan that look almost identical. One of them is called Victim of Love, and one of them is called The Heist. Both images look exactly the same as they did before. So here we go. We got yeah, some. Okay. We got keywords for the episode. Author. Yeah. Murder. Yeah. Okay. Digit in title. <laughs> Strangulation. What? Digit in title. Digit in title. Okay. I get Strangulation it. Strangulation. Uh-huh. And professor. So you can like, you know, I harkening back to what Wes said earlier when we called him a little while ago, you really can kind of find a lot out about a movie whether it's going to be interesting right. Watch based on the first 5 keywords. 
Um, next up, Greg, what do we got? Next up is a is a TV series. So this is we got a disc of a TV series from the nineteen well really forties through fifties called Mister and Mrs. North. Three episodes from nineteen fifty two to nineteen fifty three. So I just grabbed an episode from nineteen fifty two, pulled it up, and uh, let's see storyline. Um, Jerry and Pamela North North live in Greenwich Village, New York. I lived there, or right around there. Um, Jerry is a mystery magazine publisher who thinks he is a good amateur detective. He and his wife investigate various crimes and solve them before the police do. So oh, it might be a good, it might be a good flick. It, um, yeah. It was, okay. I, I don't understand. I know it just it sounds like all of the po- procedurals that are on totally. now, but of, of course that was, this was fifty, sixty years ago, right? So the um, plot keywords are amateur detective, married detective. Female detective, cult TV, based on radio series. Wow, sounds riveting. So I just read one, two, three, four, five, six. I could see all seven if I just click on that button. But you're not going to because no. you have no interest in doing that. Not not one bit. All right, next up, <clears throat> this one I I vehemently opposed because I hate every single one of the people in this in in this movie, the blue collar comedy tour. Yeah. Um. The comedic stylings of four sort of famous funny... No, they're not famous. Four sort of famous funny men are brought to the big screen courtesy of this 2002 documentary. You don't like tater salad? Let me let me get something straight here about the Blue Collar Comedy Tour. I hate <laughs> redneck humor. I hate it. Yeah. I don't think it's funny. I think it's stupid. I think the people in this movie are stupid. I will. I'll, you could never get wow. me to watch this under any circumstances. I think Jeff Foxworthy is the most unfunny comedian, if you can even call him that, on the face of the earth. Wow. Layer the Cable Guy, terrible. Can't stand listening to him. The only one on here that I could actually listen to is, uh, is Ron White. Yeah. They call me Tater Salad. Yeah. It's the only one I could probably stomach. I, I like him because he drinks and smokes the yes. whole time. Yes. I, I just can't. I I saw this once when it came out. I remember it. Uh, I haven't seen it since. And I, I really don't have any desire to watch it again. No. So, okay, plot keywords. There are only three. <laughs> so, yeah. stand-up comedy. Okay. Durr. Yeah. Redneck. Yep. And here's one. This is the weirdest one, I think. Reference to Winnie the Pooh. What? That's a keyword. That's a keyword. That's a keyword. Reference to Winnie the Pooh. Sounds like you can find a whole bunch of movies with that. <sighs> yeah, I don't understand it. And Who so, comes up with these keywords? There's a list of movies that have that same exact keyword. Yeah. List. Yeah. About Winnie the Pooh. All right. Winnie the Poop. Yeah, any poop poops. All right. So let's move on because I really hate that and I want to talk about. Okay. It next more. one. Van Helsing: The London Assignment, 2004. This is an animated film, this I is, believe. This is animated. Okay. It's um it is Hugh Jackman. They did get his yeah, voice. They got his voice. I, I actually really liked the live action movie with Hugh Jackman. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I, I watched it some of it good. today online just for kicks to remind myself. Did you? I haven't seen that in probably eight years. No, it's been a long time, but I, I enjoyed it. And this is a prequel to the Van Helsing movie. It's about Van Helsing traveling to London to deal with the mischievous Doctor Jekyll. Okay. That mischievous badger. What a jerk. Yep. Yeah. I don't really have I don't really want to watch it. No. I don't feel like watching it at all. Can okay. you, are, you sense, are you guys sensing a theme with this episode that we have nothing to offer <laughs> whatsoever? And it's a lot of it, I mean, some of these films might be all right, but it's it's oh, it's total apathy. Like, eh. It is. It is. Okay, now this next one, I feel like I should watch it just 
just to be informed. And because of the importance, I think, of the moment in history. Right. It's a and pretty, you hear this pretty re- big... We hear the reference quite a bit. Yeah. It's uh, the movie Attica, 1980. Yeah. Um, I almost was going to watch it, but then I realized I didn't feel like being really depressed because um, it's not a great outcome. No, no, it's not. And it was very early. It was 1980, and it was really early Morgan Freeman. Right, mm. yeah. Morgan Freeman was in it. Uh, Charles Durning was also in it. I believe it's is that the same gentleman who... No, he passed away a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, Charles Durning is in it. Um, but oh, yeah. This is interesting. So on IMDb, I type in Attica. Yep. And no image comes up. And I and it only says a recreation of the 1971 state prison uh, uprising, a four-day standoff between inmates and guards at the New York Correctional Facility. Is it the same movie? I guess so. Is it? Um, but nothing comes from up ni- from 1980. Because yeah. this is what I pulled up when I. That's so weird. Let me pulled up mine. Again. This says behind the scenes of the 1971 prisoners' revolt at the Attica Prison. See, that's the thing. I, no, I don't get it. I don't know anything about. I mean, I do, I do know of it, but like, I don't know a lot about it. So yes, the interest is pretty high for me to see it, but at the same time, I just yeah, like I do want to watch it, but I don't want to watch it. Right, exactly. I have no desire to 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 be that upset while right. watching uh watching this movie. Yeah, the keywords oh. there are thirty three of them. The first couple are pretty self explanatory: Attica, guard, prisoner, prisoner revolt, inmate. That's right. That's all you got. Yeah. Um, next one. The next three, I didn't even. Yeah. Care, I didn't even care enough about to look up. <laughs> so I have. I have legitimately no idea. I'm seeing if I can find it. So we have "Go Tell It on the Mountain" from 1984. We have "Taking Back Our Town," 2001 TV movie. Oh, it sounds awful. And we also have a movie called "Ripple Effect" with 2000 from 2007. Wow, there it is. Okay. I believe "Ripple Effect" is uh, is a Forrest Whitaker. Is in that film? Oh yeah, I think so. I like um, him. Uh, yeah, none of that seemed interesting to me. So here we go. Go tell it on the mountain, nineteen eighty four. Go tell it on, on the, the mountain, mountain over the hills and far away. I don't know. If that's how it goes. This anyway. film adaptation of James Baldwin's celebrated novel tells the journey of a family from the rural south to the big to big city Harlem, seeking both salvation and understanding and. Oh, I hit the wrong button. What? I'm sorry. Are you still reading the plot synopsis? It says it's a drama, 136 minutes. Oh, my God. That's so long. (laughs) That's too long. Is it really too long? That's not that bad. Two hours and and 16. 136? Oh, sorry. No, an hour and 36. Oh, an hour and 36. Okay. That's not... You're right. That's awful. That's not terrible. Paul Winfield, James... Paul Winfield? Oh, okay. What? There's There's an actor called James Bond III... Apparently. I'm tapping on that. Olivia Cody. I don't know who that is. James Bond III is an actor and producer known for Death by Temptation, 1990, School Days, D-A-Z-E, 1988, and The Sky is Gray, 1980. Yeah, uh, no. I did not know. Taking Back Our Town. Yeah, I don't know. Let's take a look at Taking Back Our Town. 2001 TV movie with, uh, nope. No one I know. Ruby D. I don't know who that is. Although I, re- <laughs> I recognize her a little bit. Uh, taking Back Our Town, a true story about a concerned housewife who tries to block Shintech, 
a massive Japanese petrochemical conglomerate from building a plant in her toxic township already known as Cancer Alley. Okay. Pat and a few newly recruited fledgling activists face the full force of Shintech's wealth and influence peddling, which has bought the cooperation of the government from the local level all the way up to the government's office. Taking back our town, 2001. Okay. Sounds great. Nope. Not at all. Okay, Ripple Effect, 2007. I think that's uh, Forrest, Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker, Baby Forrest. Have you seen that Key and Peele episode? Of course I have. I want mama's milk. I want mama's milk. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, Fashion designer, um, Aimer Atrash. A- 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 yeah, that sounds good. Atrash? Yeah. Atrash? Atrash? Perpetually on the verge of success is undergoing a personal crisis in both his marriage and business, et cetera, et cetera. Bad karma, things that happen, blah, blah, blah. Directed by Philip Philip Philippe Carland. Carlin? Carland. Sure. Uh, okay. Um, let's see. Plot keywords. Anything good? Fashion designer. Okay. Karma. Yeah. Two-word title. <laughs> spirituality. Song. That just sounds terrible. And it's not, it's not probably not a bad movie. I just have no interest in watching nope, it. Nope, none at all. <laughs> so as if you guys couldn't pick up on the theme of tonight's episode, we just didn't have anything in us to watch that. Any of it. Any like, of them. Any of Like we were hoping, like, even the ones that we did see, like we've seen them. It's like, okay, so that's great. Right. But then all the other stuff, maybe we'll find something new. Yeah. And just weren't inspired whatsoever to no. re- watch any of it. No, not at all. We're terrible. We're horrible people. We're terrible people. If we lose if we lose you, Nate, after this episode, I completely understand. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, so we're wrapping up here for the end of the episode. Let, let's give a little tease, Greg, yeah. to next week's episode, because let me tell you something. Next week's episode, episode 24. All right. I'm really excited about Super this Super excited about it. I, I felt like we couldn't, we, we couldn't, we couldn't put it now for 23 because we still, we're still kind of fleshing out the ideas, but we also couldn't put it at episode 25 because episode 25 is really special. We have something amazing planned for that. But I think leading into 25, I think we've got a phenomenal episode next week. Yeah. I'm not sure if I should tease anything nah. about what we're doing, but just that we're really more excited. You're going to see it in our in our voices. You're going to he- see it in our voices. Jeez, Such an idiot. Let's moron. wrap it up. We found some really cool stuff we're going to talk about it next That's week. That's exactly right. So tune in to us next week, guys. If you like what you hear, check us out on Facebook, Champa and Klein Blow Your Mind, Twitter at Blow Your Mind 14, email let us blow your mind at gmail.com. You can find me personally on Twitter at Champ427. Uh, Greg doesn't do social media. Because um, he's dumb and he doesn't like any of that stuff. But that's totally cool. Um, so check us out, guys. All right? Please check us out. Nate, can you please spread the word a little bit more than just your car? Because you're kind of hogging every, you're kind of hogging us all to yourself. And I don't really appreciate that. Spread the word, buddy. So Nate, spread the word. So here's our, here's our mind-blowing fact. This is actually one of my really... I, I like this one because it's one of those things that I... I hear it all the time. You know, you familiar with the Wilhelm scream? Oh yeah. I mean, they use it all the time. Oh sure. So, and that it's been used since 1951. So, since 1951, the Wilhelm scream has been used in over. Brogan. 